0: Good day, VHL, and welcome into episode one of Beers with Boot. I'm your host, Das Boot, and well, let's get this thing started. <sighs> yep, that's the sound of the first beer with Boot opening up. Now, I want to get into the idea of this podcast in just a little bit, but uh, just want to touch on this now. Gonna drink a beer talk about VHL topic, and when that beer is finished, we'll end the topic and move on to a new one. So a little bit about myself for those who don't know me. Um, obviously, Das Boot of the VHL. Uh, I've been in the league since January 2020, I believe. So year and eight, nine months, a little like that. Quite a long time. Way, too, way longer than I thought I would last, that's for sure. Uh, about Created my first player, Latrell Mitchell, uh, named after a rugby league player here in Australia, uh, which I didn't think anyone would know, but so goes it. We got a few Australians in the league, so they called me out on that right away. Uh, Mitchell had a pretty average career. Nothing really, any one individual award, a couple finals, but never won that championship. So pretty unsuccessful career. A little bit disappointing but here's what it is on onto my new player now Vinny Detroit uh, going with a little bit different build I know the, the league has turned into this meta build where everyone just builds the same player and hopes for the best and just kind of just kind of getting a little bit stale so figured I'd create a hard-hitting player um, and see, just have some fun with the sim and see what can happen. But I'll, I'll get more into that later on. Um, so I've, earning in the league, I've started with graphics, had a little bit of a graphic background. Um, so those are easy to pump out. Not really too inspired by them. Don't have too much of a creative side to me. So uh, yeah, I just, I just pumped them out to get that TPE and is what it is. Um, Started podcasting with my fellow Ozzy Baraka, and I think we did quite a few episodes 15 episodes or so. Uh, That's probably when my interest in the league was at its highest. Uh, definitely dropped off since I stopped doing that, but circumstances with moving and uh, unable to hook up and have really a good enough internet connection to continue those podcasts uh it's the reason why those stopped which is a little bit upsetting i know i was talking to baraka the other day and he said that his interest has dropped off a lot since we stopped doing those podcasts too so uh that's unfortunate for both of us but maybe getting back into it so just solo here i'll be able to get that interest back uh did have a little bit of a solo podcast uh the bootcast which was highly unsuccessful uh did a couple episodes. One with Big Al, which was when he was supposed to be on the podcast with Barack and I, and he bailed. Or sorry, Baraka had to bail last minute. And then uh, another one with Spartan, which was which was a great chat. And Spartan's still doing podcasts, so that's cool. Uh, but other than that, yeah, just just hoping that this podcast solo would be a little bit rough. So bear with me until I get my footing. But. Um, hoping it can bring some interest back for me Uh, don't mind the pauses that's obviously me just enjoying my beer here Uh, if you want to crack one open with me feel free that'd that'd be good make you feel a bit better about yourself that you're not drinking by yourself you can you say you're drinking along with boot Uh, a little bit about myself um spent a lot of time in canada and australia um, I know i've talked about it in past podcasts so if you want to go back and hear about my origin story and stuff like that you can go back but just what what's going on with me right now i'm currently living in arnhem land uh northern territory up here for work working at a at a resort that's only fly in fly out it's uh, aboriginal land with traditional owners that we just lease off them and a absolutely gorgeous resort one of the most beautiful Spots in Australia. Not many people are able to explore because it's so remote and quite expensive. Actually, to come stay at a place like this, uh, just absolutely gorgeous. Getting paid to live in a place like this and work is very easy. It's it's an absolute blessing. Now, uh, I I wanted to try and podcast out here. Uh, it's mostly shared living in these type of resorts so your rooms are next to each other everybody can hear everything you're doing uh so that was difficult so uh now that we're getting near the end of the season uh, half the staff have left and there's about there's four houses here that staff live in and uh, the manager gave them to the older couples while they were here obviously they're living living a little bit more difficult for the older couples to live with shared living so um They've all gone now, so my partner and I were actually able to move into one of the houses, which is nice. Uh, you just you don't appreciate how much having that extra space is and being able to get up in the middle of the night and go and take a piss without throwing on some clothes so no one, no one catches you going into the shared bathrooms. It's I don't know, it just feels like a million bucks living in a place now. So, And also, I don't have to worry about people walking in or hearing me podcast about the VHL because who wants to listen to that? um yeah after after here i think we're gonna we're gonna work here until christmas um covid still fucking shit up over here so don't know what's going on with christmas uh would have liked to catch up with my family on the east coast and my fiance's family but you know uh shit happens but we'll uh we'll play it by ear and I'm sure we'll be somewhere else in the world next year. Maybe, maybe even over in Canada. I know we've we've talked about maybe moving back to Canada, uh, where my partner and I met, and getting her a visa over there, and maybe getting her permanent residence. And who knows? Who knows where life takes you. you we just live it, one job at a time, and move on. Now, enough about me. You're, if you're still listening, probably bored as shit already. But uh, yeah, let's get into some VHL stuff. And mainly this this podcaster I had this idea about this podcast going solo doing a solo podcast and it I find it very difficult just talking about myself as you can tell probably so far but I figured out you know what can have some beers loosen me up a bit and then if I run out of a beer that's the end of the topic so that's, that's the idea. We'll see how we go. I mean, if the topic's really long, maybe I'll grab a second one or we'll do a second part to it. And then I actually tried to record this. Oh, let me look at when it was. So I have a recording here from June 18th, 2021. And that's when I tried to first record this opening segment. So going back, what was that, four months ago? And. Uh, my my partner actually walked in on me while I was recording it, so I figured ah, no, that am not gonna work. And then my neighbors asked me, "Oh, who are you talking to next door?" I, I know Kayla was at work, and uh, so I'm like oh fuck it up! Not not gonna continue that. But now, like I said, we got the house. We can I can record and be as loud as I want. No one can hear me. I can drink beers. And that's it so yeah so some, some ideas with the podcast beer per segment average time i don't know how long segments are going to go for it's going to be i plan on claiming this solely now hopefully get away from graphics and just make them for fun and not rush them out on a sunday night because i i need a pt for the week so um hope it could be anywhere from a 15 minute episode to half an hour to 45 minutes to an hour so depending how many weeks i claim um all the segments are going to be recorded at a different time. So I don't want the editing to get too crazy either. Uh, So I just want it to be opener segment with a topic, a little music bit in the middle, and then straight back into another topic. So nothing too crazy. Um, Just, and like I said, the the segments will be recorded at different times. Maybe I'll sit down and do two or three at a time. uh, If I feel like it, otherwise, uh I just I just don't really uh I don't really want to get into too much editing. Yeah, I've lost my mind here. Uh so when I did first record this, I went in with it with no notes. Um I, I'm stumbling even more than I am now, if you can imagine that. So this time I actually sat down and I, I wrote out some notes and I'm still struggling here. Um now with the internet now. I do have my own dedicated server in this house, so maybe my internet will be good enough. I should have looked into that first. Maybe I could have hooked up with Brock again, but I'm still not sold on it. So uh, possible guests, maybe down the road, if someone wants to jump on and have a beer with me for a segment, uh, that'd be cool if I could figure that out. But um, nobody wanted to get on with the bootcast with me too much anyway, so um, we'll see how we go with that. A couple of the old segments that I did on the bootcast that I wanted to bring back was especially the power moves where we talked about um, a power move from this book that I have. uh, One of my favorite podcasts that I follow, Hamish and Andy, Uh, they released a book with power moves and I just read out a power move and tried to relate that to the VHL. Um, Wouldn't mind doing that, but I don't know if that would be enough for a segment. And now that i'm thinking about it i actually didn't bring the book up here with me so that's not going to work but uh yeah that's good thinking boot uh and yeah i'm getting to the point now where i'm just rambling so i think i'll just slam the rest of this beer and uh we'll head on to the next segment welcome back. Just cracking open another beer here. Uh, currently drinking these pure blonde beers, brewed in Australia. They're not bad there. Uh, low carb, low calorie beer. Uh, not a whole lot of options up where we are because we are so remote, and all of our alcohol comes in on a barge. But uh, trying to drop a few kilos, so this is uh this is the option now so still can still enjoy a few and uh just watch watch the calories so here's what it is but uh, this next topic here is gonna be about my new player Vinny Detroit uh, second player in the VHL after Mitchell who was uh, you know kind of a disappointment had a pretty had an okay career I guess um, Traded a couple times, definitely flourished with Warsaw, uh, came so close to a cup a couple times as a rookie in Calgary. And then again, went to the finals again or with Warsaw and couldn't get it done. And then uh, won a defensive defenseman trophy award, Jake Wild. But I mean, was under point per game in his career, uh, Decently solid player retired a season early, so may have had a, a career year in his last year, it's like uh, like Latang did. But uh, now I'm just getting bored with him, so figured I'd move on and yeah, try a forward position maybe a bit more exciting. Now I've had I had this idea for a while with Detroit that just gonna create a player and go for the hits record, try and try and have the most hits. Ever in the VHL for a player. Um, now this idea came to me way before uh, the VHLE was even announced. So uh, I was going to try and do it in eight seasons, and then uh, VHLE was announced. Um, had a chance to recreate, which played and also played into why I recreated a season early, so I could be in that first uh, first class of season eighty where. My player could play nine seasons in the VHL, so uh, pretty excited for that. Now hitting the hit record is definitely within reach with that extra season. Um, Hoping that I can do it uh, in the eight seasons and then just add on top of that. So maybe smash the the hits record out of the water. Um, So building the player, first thing I did, get checking as high as I can think I had 90 checking before I added to any other points or any other stats so um, then got skating and strength up and then eventually started working on defense but I'm pretty sure when I was drafted to the VHLM it was just checking and then maybe a maybe skating and strength at 70 so not exactly a hot commodity Uh, and with that got drafted 21st overall to Mississauga which is all right because I mean that that Mr. The Hounds team had uh okay, I kind of know how many picks in that draft, but I mean the, the team was just an absolute wagon. Uh so drafted there, uh, because the team was so stacked, got uh shuffled down the line. Zetterberg refused to play me in the top six, even though I mean, most of the team was was capped by the end of the season anyways, but I remember being capped while other players were still playing ahead of me, and because of that, no offense, he just refused to give me a chance in that top six. So, uh, Vinny's stats obviously reflected that. Um, so, I didn't get. I was hoping to just have maybe even the most hits in a VHLM season. Having, I think, I had ninety nine checking halfway through the season. So, uh, but yeah, I wasn't given that opportunity in Mississauga. But I was excited to have a chance at winning a cup because yeah, as I mentioned that Luttrell fucking failed a couple times at winning that cup. So uh, I would have been nice to win my first championship, even though it was in the VHLM. Um, so yeah, Vinny had still had 200 hits playing third and fourth line minutes. So averaging anywhere from 12 or from five to 12 minutes of ice time, basically every night. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't getting much, but still had 200 hits. I think I was just outside the top 10. Um, with with 40 in all offensive stats, he still managed to put up two goals and five assists for seven points and uh, and was a plus 12 in the season. So it's not like he was a liability where he played. Um, and that's why I wish I would have had the opportunity to play on those top lines and uh, maybe... I think it would have worked out all right. Uh, but yeah, that hindsight's twenty twenty. 20 uh, So yeah, Mississauga went on. We haven't... We were having an awesome postseason, just smashing everybody and then got to the finals and fell flat against Miami. So uh, still looking for that first cup in the VHL. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that was an OK season. Uh, wasn't too excited or anything, but it's the VHL, I, mean, I don't really care too much, honestly. Uh, and then came the VHL draft and... And the excitement of the new VHL League, uh, from the start, ever since it was announced, and I knew I was recreating. I had no interest in playing in the VHL e, uh, absolute zero interest. So, uh, plan was to get make sure I get above that threshold, uh, win or have enough so three hundred and fifty TPE before the draft, so I could play in the VHL, and uh, yeah, I was able to do it. So that was good. Um, draft came around. I uh, had actually quite a few GMs message me. I had way more than uh, I did with my first player. That's one thing I got to remember. I did it with the last, the, the first topic, the opener. I just talked too much and I didn't drink my beer enough. So when I ran out of stuff to say, I still had three quarters of a beer that I had to scull at the end. So I just got to take my time, drink my beer, enjoy it. But yeah. Uh, did have quite a few GMs message me. Uh, I think around six, maybe seven. Uh, mostly people asking me what's going on with my build. Am I going to add to offense? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I said that I'm trying to try something new in the league. want to be a, the most physical player ever. Uh, we'll add to offense if I become a liability, but if there's if there's no need for me to add to it, let me just keep on with the the experiment I'm doing. So I know that that turned off some GMs. Uh, Mick Wolf said, "Good luck with that." That was it. Never talked to me again. Um, Peace had sent me a big long thing for Toronto, stating his plan with the team and what he wants to draft. Uh, I I answered every, everyone that messaged me. Uh, but I guess. Wasn't interested. And then um, Spartan came around with, his, Spartan and Maddie Ice came around with their, excuse me, VSN mock draft. And I wasn't even ranked in the first round at all. Um, so I guess they, they really played build. And I mean, I only had 250 TBE applied with over 100 banks. So, I mean. I could have got scoring up to um, 80, 85, no problem, right at going into the league. So I think people played a little bit too safe on the side. And I mean, it showed when the draft came around, I was the highest TPE player in the draft at 366. And then you had, uh, Booberry at 357, Kitson at 355. Uh, Kaka Koivu at 3.52, and Matty Fire at 3.50. So, I mean, that five players eligible to play in the VHL straight out and skip the VHLE. So, pretty cool there. But, uh, yeah, highest TP player, just because I had it all in, mostly in checking, uh, dropped away down the draft, uh, down to ninth, where Ben picked me to Seattle. So, uh, I was actually really excited about that. Um, I wanted to go to i t- I didn't want to go to a team that was uh, competing right away because I want I want to be playing top line minutes with Detroit for his whole career, so I can make sure I get those minutes and get as many hits as I can um, to to go for that record. So uh, if I would have went to a contender, they might have wanted me to play in the E for a season or buried me on the third or fourth line. Oh, probably third line in the VHL, but. Um, even still that's the minutes just aren't enough. So now Seattle's going through a little bit of a retool. So get those top six minutes, which is, that's yeah, a great fit. And, uh, yeah, Ben is obviously known for winning a lot. So I have no doubt in my mind that this team will be, will be a contender again within a couple seasons. So, and I'll, and I'll be at six, 700 TPE by then. So I'll still be a top line player. Um, so I mean I was I was pumped. I think don't think there's a better location for me to go to than the Bears. Uh, so yeah. Now, of course, Ben messaged me right away. Said he loved that. Um, as a physical player, uh, couldn't believe that I dropped that far. So, and then he, he asked me to add some scoring, make an offensive player that could still take heads off and thought about it was going back and forth. And I said, you know what, if I can still, I've looked at stats with players with like 70 and 80 checking and they're getting huge hits and still putting up points. So if I average, I think if I average 300 hits a season for the nine seasons, I, I break the record or maybe a little bit more, um, I think it's around 2750 or something like that to break the hits record. So I think that that's very attainable to average over 300 for the nine seasons. And players are doing, players are averaging over 300, no problem. Um, and still putting the points. So I did add, dis- I did add some to scoring, brought up to 70 with 30 points. Um, Detroit's having an okay season on a, I mean, like I said, retool th- team. Um, so the, the, the team's not doing so crash hot i think we're just out of the playoffs sitting around 500 hockey um getting some big wins against some teams that are supposed to be competing so that's exciting the uh the north american division's pretty much a joke um so yeah we're, uh we've fallen a little bit more out now eight points out um but yeah I, I, like i said this it's a young team um told me minus seven, four has four goals, in 25 games, 114 hits. So on pace for over that 300, which is exciting. Uh, no, it's been, it's been fun with a player like this rather than everyone just building the meta meta, meta build and, um, and just hoping for the best. Like it's, it's the league's just gone that way where everyone is building the same player and it's, it's just become boring. I know I've, I've already strayed from my plans. I was gonna just get 99 checking, 99 skating, 99 strength, 99 defense, and just play with that for the whole career. Bank anything on top of that and make sure I have that build for my entire career through regression and everything. Um, now it looks like I'm gonna add to scoring. Uh, don't think I'll add to puck handling or definitely not passing. Puck handling, I might try and. I might try to not have it just so maybe Detroit only scores goals, doesn't carry the puck, doesn't. So he can't get hit off the puck. He just. Just hits. I mean, if the sim works that way. But, I mean, if he could plot some big goals, that'd be all right. I'm not looking to be a point per game player any, at any point in his career. So. Um, yeah, just. Thinking now, future for Detroit is not, checking will be a ninety-nine for his entire career. There's no doubt about that. Um, max, maybe Max build ninety-five skating, ninety strength, ninety-nine scoring, ninety-nine defense, and then I think that puts me around eight hundred TPA, and that'll be pretty sustainable through. Because now with the ninth season in the VHL, it's it'll be four seasons of regression, and there's no nothing you can buy for. Um, that last season, except for the yoger, which we will keep checking at ninety nine. So we'll be good. I'm pretty sure if I keep running the way I do, I haven't missed a cap TPE yet. So um, we'll definitely be able to maintain that build. I think through the entire career. Uh. Yeah, and then we'll just see what what happens. See if we can get, see if we can get that hitch record. Um. And then yeah, I don't think even if I do make another player that I will. Um. That I'll go back to just building, that meta build and hoping for the best. I think I'm. Uh, next player, I might even just be a, Vhle player for the entire his entire career, no regression. Get to 399, and then just chill out and play in that league for his entire career. Uh, I know I talked to Baraka about that. He said he's down, um, so maybe we'll have a couple of players in the VHL for for their whole career. Um, but I mean, that's way down the road. Detroit's just in his rookie season. Uh, yeah, and it's funny. There's uh, there's this year would probably be the best year to try and win a rookie award because there's not very many rookies. Um, just wanna, I mean, I just wanna point out too, I'm still leading out of the entire draft class in TPE um, at 4.30. And then Maddie Fire is at 4.23 and Blueberry is at 4.16. Um, and then Kitson at 4.08. And I also found it interesting that only three of us decided to go up to the VHL um, with Blueberry staying downs. Wanted to play in the VHLE. Um, and and Kwevu, he wanted to stay down there too. So I found that a little bit interesting, even though they were able to play the nine seasons. Uh, I, I think they were just excited for the new league and they do miss that extra year of regression, uh, which is all right, I guess. But I mean, they're all big earners. They should be able to handle it anyways. But yeah, looking at the rookies, uh, Matty Fire having a big season with Toronto. 35 points. Uh, Kitson having a big season as a defenseman with uh, Vancouver at 27 points in 25 games. Um, and they got A.J. Williams, who was probably the favorite to win uh, 20 points in 24 games on that struggling L.A. team, as always. And then you got Markov with 17 and Petrunko on Seattle with 16. And then you got good old Vinny Detroit with 5 points in 25 games coming in at number 6 out of and last out of all rookies. so uh pretty funny to see that um, however Detroit is currently sitting 8th in the league in hits with 114 um and he's only only four hits away from being up to 5th in the league and he was sitting around 4th or 5th in the league for a while and just the last couple of games he had a just a couple low hit hitting games which is upsetting i think he had one the last game and two, two games ago. So, I mean, when I look in the box score, I look at the score um, and then I just look to see how many hits Detroit had and anything less than five or six is a little bit upsetting. Um, Had a couple games with nine, which was awesome. I don't think I've hit the 10 yet, but yeah, those one, one and two hit games are a little bit upsetting, which makes, I mean, the sim is a little bit random at that, but um, yeah, just hoping for More hits, and uh, keep on chucking. I don't think, looking way in the future, uh, hoping that I can get the first championship with Detroit. I mean, a couple would be nice. Um, I'm confident that Banna will build another winning team in Seattle, probably in no time. Uh, You never know. I mean, if he... If the 99 scoring does well and he can put up 40, 50 goals, maybe he's up there in the top of the leagues for goals. Maybe not many assists, but uh, first place in hits or something like that, he might be in the conversation for a bullet trophy. Um, but probably not with, with the other offensive powerhouses in the league, especially like uh, Duncan Idaho's a young player. And he's already a, a huge power forward, having a big... I think he had a breakout season last year, but I think he's even topping that this year. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Hmm. Actually, just looking at Idaho's stats, he's sitting around almost 300 hits, 258, 295, 329 his first three seasons, and on pace for over 300 again. So um, he'll be up there. He'll, He'll be way up there. By the end of his career, for on the hit records, uh, he's only doing with 80 checking too. So I mean that's that's pretty impressive. But uh, now I'm hoping that 99 checking for Detroit can keep him going and and maybe I can cement my place in VHL history as the best checker, worst player, best checker. But uh, let's we'll see how we go. Uh, and with that, that's that's the end of that beer. So we'll catch you.